welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, happy Friday, and guess what? You're not getting a shower karaoke this week. We're actually recapping Firefly Lane, and this week is episode one. So, hold on, let's take a moment out, and we'll be right back. Yes, I did notice that, but I also feel like that's naturally what tends to happen for most people. Uh, some of them are just there for the show and then they kind of change things up after because, you know, when you're hosting a show, you're it's kind of like podcasting, right? You're not going to let your um, your sad moments get to your show, depending what your show is like. And, you know, you, right. you just want to provide happy content like, you know, sometimes I have bad days, but then I'm going in there Welcome back to another collaboration episode special with CQP Moments and a little bit of everything with me. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If it's your first time tuning in, we are recapping Netflix hot show Firefly Lane, an American drama series about Julie and Kate met as young girls on Firefly Lane and became inseparable friends throughout 30 years of ups and downs. Oh my gosh. How you doing, Coupon Queen Ben? Woo! I am awesome. 30 years of friendship. Wow. That's a feat. Yes. So, guys. That's definitely a feat. So, wow. This is episode one. This is episode one. So, for those who have been not following along with us, uh, first-time listeners, we wrapped up a series before this episode, and this is a new show that we're going to be talking about the characters, the storyline, how it's developed, see if we can find any clues to the next episode, and really just digging deep into these two inseparable friends who have been together for about 30 years, and they've seen it all, the ups and downs. And, you know, when I first saw it, I was just like... Yes. Yes. I know, I know. But the fun thing that I love about this is it takes place in your favorite time, Angelica. <laughs> the 80s. Oh, yeah. The 80s, the 80s, the 80s. Yes, I do love the 80s. For those who are just tuning in for the first time, I love anything 80s music. You, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see more of the 80s in this series because I'm hoping some of our favorite songs maybe careless whispers can come up i don't know is it appropriate <laughs> well yeah it may be appropriate in this, but i don't know i don't know a song about a cheater i don't know i don't know we'll see we'll see so oh my gosh as she said we are going episode by episode so this guys this one is just about episode one and we're going to introduce you to the characters and you know kind of let you get a feel for them so are you ready let's do this so we're recapping episode one called hello brick yellow brick road yes hello yellow brick road so believe it or not this actually does something that most uh shows don't do this starts off with you know, it starts off going back and forth. So you have to like be very aware of when we're 
talking in the now and talking in flashbacks. So um, now these two friends, Tully and Kate, are of course grown 2003, but back in 1982, we're finding out who these girls were. But actually, we meet first, we meet Tully Hart, whose real name is Tulula. And she is a very well-known talk show host and has a, a show called The Girlfriend Hour. You know, kind of like The View, The Talk, all of those great things, you know, or even Oprah. But um, she seems to be the best. She's giving advice. She's, you know, America's favorite girlfriend. But as we go back, we find out that Tully's life didn't start that way. She was raised by her grandmother. And um, all of a sudden, you see this woman come into her grandmother's house because she's on the floor playing with her dolls, you know, like little girls normally do. And she's there. She's playing with her dolls. And this woman comes into her grandmother's house and it's like, you know, she's sitting there and you realize that this is Tully's mom. And this is when we realize that her name is actually Tallulah. And she is not too eager to go with her mother. That, that was the thing that got me. She's not too eager to go with her mother, which lets me know that she was being raised by her grandmother and her grandmother isn't too happy to let her go because it seems like Mom isn't the best role model at this point. We're not sure because, of course, we're just meeting everyone. Um, they get into a van. Now, guys, this actually goes back further than the 80s because to Tully is a little, little girl. So this has to be about, I would say, the 60s or the 70s, you know, somewhere around there. And, you know, she gets into this van and we find out that her mom is an activist, kind of a hippie type, you know, and there, she actually takes her to a protest and leaves Tully on a park bench, like just leaves her sitting there. I mean, what were your thoughts on this, Angelica? Hmm. So when I see that moment of her grabbing her child, first of all, it's been how many years since she's seen her and decides like four? to just, yeah, but you know, four seems like forever for a child. And at this point it's like, you know, grandma's my mom. Grandma is the one who's taking care of me. Grandma is like the person that I listen to and who feeds me, who takes care of me, et cetera. And she just comes in here like, hey, mom, like, I'm just going to grab my kids. See you later. And when they take her to the rally and the protest, I was just like, oh, no, it's like it's like she didn't care because, yes, OK, they're protesting for something. But also you have what a four year old five-year-old who's there that you just took away who hasn't seen you in so many years but all of a sudden it's right. okay for you to just do whatever you have to do and then you lose her 
of course, she's like calling for help. And then one of her friends sees that she's left behind, but doesn't do anything about it. So clearly she doesn't care. And then this poor girl is stuck on a park bench, like alone and scared and doesn't know what to do. But the good thing is that her grandmother made sure, because remember when they were going out the door, she's like, you know where you live, you know, your address, you know, your phone number, you know, and thank goodness this little girl knew all of this because the police had to bring her home. Yeah. And that's where I was like, oh, thank goodness. Like, you know, grandma did a great job in telling her where she lives and the phone number. So it was nice to see her back. Right, right. But she is not too pleased with her mom, you know, but we're also reminded that, remember, this is her grandmother, grandma grandma's older you know so this is not something where grandma's going to be able to take care of her forever but we do see her begin to grow up in grandma's house because she doesn't at this point she doesn't want to have anything to do with her mom so and by grow up i mean she goes from of course little girl to teenager you know so she goes from little girl to teenager And somehow mom gets custody again. Just like, you know, uh, I I didn't know what to say when I saw this. I was like, oh no, for real? But I mean, I kind of knew it was bound to happen. Because like I said, the grandma was older, but it's like, oh no. But here is also when we meet a new character, Kate. Kate um, is in high school, it looks like. And she's probably a freshman or whatever, around 14. And she lives with her mother and her older brother. And, you know, they're going back and forth, going back and forth. But Kate is looking out her window and realizes that somebody's moving in across the street. So... They're moving in and she tells her mom, you know, they're moving in and mom seems to be a single mom working at, you know, it looks like the local diner or something. And, you know, she's talking to them and now her mom says, well, maybe now you can make a friend, you know, but her brother's being that big brother kind of annoying person. Hey, you know what? Big dork whatever you know and she's just you know she's very quiet reserved shy glasses but we see the moving company but we haven't met Tully and her mom yet in this neighborhood but as time goes on and I think after school she goes and she looks and she realizes that hey She sees Tully, she's staring, not meaning to, but she sees them get out of the van and it's almost like watching, you know, that slow motion music video or better yet, like Baywatch when you have the slow motion run and everybody's like, oh, and she looks and doesn't realize she's staring, but she is. And And this is when you realize these two are polar opposites. 
So what did you think? What Okay, what do you think that Tully was thinking when she first saw Kate? Because of the reaction from Kate was just like, oh, <laughs> right. Like she's like admiring her. Yeah. Like, who is this human? <laughs> um, you know, I was just like, she probably didn't really care. She was just like, hey, like, you know, she Tolly needed to grow up so fast because of the circumstance that she was living in. Kate had the luxury of growing up with a mom and dad. And she was privileged to have that family dynamic and, you know, probably limit her to, to not do many stuff. Because again, I feel like you and I can relate to this as we were growing up in a Latin background. It's like you're restricted to the bare minimum. Like you can't right. even go outside after certain times. So I kind of felt like it was yeah. like that back in the day for her, but um, for, I feel like Tully's reaction seeing Kate's kind of like, yeah like whatever you know that type of girl because again she had to grow up so fast because of the circumstance and she was pretty much almost on her own for the most part right right she was on her own for the most part but, but um i was just like <laughs> well like why would she look at her that certain way like she's she's like never seen another girl on her street like you know what i mean like i guess she's been right. up in the house for so long Right. That's the crazy part. That is the crazy part. So it's like trying to make sure that, you know, these two are, I don't know. I didn't think that they would, these two don't seem like they would ever be friends. That was the funny thing was like, it's like, these two are going to be friends. Not sure. Not sure. Not sure. But the school bus ride did you want to talk about the school bus ride oh my gosh so the school bus ride once they get ready for school they're both on the same bus and it's like everybody's admiring tully for who she is like she's just a girl that you don't really see and people just want to be her friend and they just want to like be with her it's just the attention she got was unreal yeah, that was the crazy part. And it's like, Kate's been in this in this community, because I wouldn't call it a neighborhood, but this community for a long time. And she's sitting there and the guys start like teasing her. And it's it's funny because it doesn't seem like, how can I put it? Usually the popular girls aren't the ones that come to that girl's aid. But for whatever reason, Tully's like, hey, I don't like this. And she says something. She's like, you know, you're going to leave her alone and blah, blah, blah. And she sits next to her, which was like, really like, whoa. Like, that was a really bold move. I mean, is that something that you normally saw during, you know, during elementary and high school no and it also kind of brings us back to 13 reasons why because they really realistically now again i feel like this particular scene the the part of the school bus of her getting picked on 
it's unusual for a popular girl to, well, first of all, it was her first day instantly popular on the bus, but uh, was able to sit beside her and comfort her, which it rarely happens. Because uh, again, if we were to go back to 13 Reasons Why for a split moment here, that does not happen. And that's the reality. And, you know, right. I, for me, okay, there's one thing that's based on live uh, true events so to say and I'm not saying like the show like I'm in my in my opinion it feels like it is for 13 reasons why because we all experienced it something or another in that show but seeing this moment of Tully just sitting right beside her and making her feel like don't worry about it like I got you it was just like I don't see this often I never see this I've never seen it in my life we need to see more of this Right. And that's the thing is like needing to see more of it, needing to make it happen. And it's just like, okay, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So it's like, I, I don't know. I Did you get, to me, I kind of got the impression like, at first it's like, is, is, is Kate going to be her new pet project? Like, is this, is, is she befriending her just to make a project out of her? Like, she doesn't really want to be a friend she wants to be you know because you get some of those people where they want to be the one that turned the not so popular girl into the it girl so it's like okay where are we going with this but we realize soon that these two actually are going are are, are good friends they're good friends like they're going over each other's house well they're all going to Kate's house because we don't know why at first that you know Kate doesn't go to Tully's house but we see you know Tully always over at at Kate's house and um you know Kate's brother and Kate's brother's friend who believe it or not Kate has a crush on her brother's friend. And it starts to show, but of course, in typical teenage boy fashion, nobody's recognizing the signs. <laughs> Which is kind of like crazy because it's like, okay, you don't see this girl clearly likes you, but you know. So, yeah. But then, you know, we're starting to see more of what's going on currently, where, as I said before, Tully has her show. But it's like behind the scenes from the girlfriend hour, she's a completely different person. Did you notice that? Yes, I did notice that. But I also feel like that's naturally what tends to happen for most people uh some of them are just there for the show and then they kind of change things up after because you know when you're hosting a show you're it's kind of like podcasting right you're not going to let your um your sad moments get to your show depending what your show is like and you know you, right. you just want to provide happy content like you know sometimes I have bad days but then I'm going in there and I'm putting on my smiley face and I'm going to give it my 110% so I was able to relate to her in this way because yeah there's been times where I conduct interviews that you know 
I give it my 120%. But after that, I go back to whatever happened that day or kind of reflect on what happened before, because sometimes there's been days that's been really hard. And you've, you've known this too, where we were recording right. episodes where I was so sick. And then I'm just like, we got to do this. We, we have no choice. Yeah. And, yeah. You're just you know? not like, you're just not your 100% self. And you know, you've got to do something. You've got to record. You've got to make things happen. So, yeah. So totally, I don't totally blame her. It. Yeah. I don't blame yeah. her for having that two-sided type of like, you know, personality because there's some days that you can't keep it together and uh, you just got to get through it and then just move on and then hoping that no one doesn't really see that through your face and emotion. Right. So there is a lot of pressure for her to just continue on with the show. Plus we find out her show that, you know, it, it may be possibly losing um, ratings and stuff that, you know, what, what's next for her because she does live this lavish, right. Lavish lifestyle where she's, you know, in the penthouse and, you know, she has the the thing that you know everybody wants those floor to floor to ceiling windows and you know it's she's has this um, what everyone thinks is an amazing life exactly exactly and then kate's completely opposite which you mentioned at the beginning this is the first time we've seen a show that kind of go back and forth consistently right consistently like it's yeah. hard to keep up like you can't you can't look the other way for yeah you can't blink on this one because (laughs) you're definitely going to miss something where now we we finally meet adult kate and find out that adult kate doesn't have the great life that tully is leading adult kate is recently divorced and has a teenage daughter that she's now raising on her own who of course through teenage eyes kind of has a eh, for her mom so it's like you know dealing with that dealing with the divorce dealing with being now being a single mom and you know the other thing is Kate's more of a plain Jane Kate is really more of a plain Jane she's not you know miss dress up miss makeup 24 7 whereas Tully is that person you know her face is as soon as she thinks she sees the camera so it's like okay but we see that Tully calls Kate and Kate is like you know she all of a sudden I can't I can't do this I can't do that you know and then we realize we start to go back between a little bit about their friendship as adults. And we find out that they were both actually journalists, both working for the same network. And for whatever reason, you know, well, not for whatever reason, but Kate fell in love. And her marriage and everything came, became more important to her than her work. Whereas Tully was more, you know, I want to be the anchor, this person, that person, you know, and she was determined to make it happen. 
So we're seeing now kind of where the split comes in. And, you know, it's just like, okay, now how do they keep in contact? Because, you know, there are two separate lifestyles, but to, to Kate, Tully will always be oh, that she knew from Firefly Lane, you know, and I think it's the same way for Tully. I mean, am I missing anything? No, you're not missing anything. And you're right. Like, uh, we're able to see two different sides of each character. And uh, I really like how they're polar opposites because we're able to see them in different scenarios. Like you mentioned, she 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 helped Kate find a job in her um, in her field. And, you know, she pushed for the interview and she helped her friend get a job, work together, and then she ends up falling in love. And uh, with this man who's technically her boss, which at the beginning we find out that they're going through a divorce and her daughter's not okay with it and is not ha- is having a hard time dealing with it too. So it's nice to see what happened in the past, how things started. And also kind of putting the pieces together of what's happening present day. Yeah. And the crazy part about this, guys, is there are so subtle differences. Now, what I did notice about the cinematography on this one is the flashbacks are a little, it's it's kind of weird because you won't catch it, actually, if you're not looking for it. There's a slight haze on the flashbacks. So this is when you know, even when they're not in the, when they're not in the frame that this is a flashback, other than the fact that most of the time they're children. Um, But the other thing is, it's a sharper image when they are in present day. So those are things to kind of look forward to. But like Angelica said, you guys have to pay close attention. There is no turning your head on this one because the flashbacks and the present day are coming so fast and furiously. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So as we're seeing the past, and I know we it, it was at the beginning where we see that she's going through divorce and she wants to go back to work. And again, there's there's a lot of back and forth happening. And it's like we get a flashback of her going through that interview too, but also the present, how she's actually getting back into the workforce after this divorce. It's like she just wants to get back, right? She's going through a divorce process and wants to get back to work. And we see kind of like how her interview went and then we see how it's going presently. And again, with that back and forth too, which was pretty awesome how they've done this because the cinematography again like you mentioned it's like it's very happy times you know you've got those high hues of you know bright lights and then you go into the present which is super dark because she's going through a tough time and you know being able to see how she met her husband soon to be ex now you know we can put the pieces together with all of this and she goes through we see her go through that happy interview at that time 
and then we see how she progresses as her in her career and then in the present we're seeing how she's not up to date with what's happening because so much has changed when you're out of work especially in an industry like that that's moving fast pace so it's crazy like you really have to pay attention definitely definitely so you guys don't want to miss it but the good the, the one thing that i do notice is that for whatever reason you know it seems like even though kate is the one that socially seems like she's not with it tully's the one that leans on kate to kind of be her conscience Yeah, I see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, it's it's like she's how can I explain this? It's kind of like when she needs a reset, she knows that hey, I better check in with Kate, I better call Kate, I better make this happen because if not, I'm not going to be right. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And see, that's one characteristic that we see from Tully, that she's always there and trying to figure out to help Kate in every sort of way, especially when um, she's she told her how her daughter just hates her and just doesn't want to see her again. She ends up having lunch with her and kind of just talking it over about what's happening during these crazy times and how she just needs that time to kind of get back on her feet. And, you know, she she does obviously reassures her and says i you know she still loves you but she needs she really needs to just focus on herself for a moment and give her time right right and and i think you know it's one of those things of like we said before we also see with kate's daughter that she kind of idolizes as she calls her her aunt tully um because she has that as we've said before, that kind of picture-perfect life. She's on television. She's got lots of money. She's, you know, she's rich. She's got all this stuff going for her. And she's one of the beautiful people. And of course, because she's with her mom, she doesn't see her mom that way. So she's, you know, looking up to, aesthetically looking up to Tully. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like she really tries to help her and tries to see, like, you know, you got to see the bigger picture of this. Like, you know, people fall out of love and we don't know, obviously, the reason behind the divorce. I'm pretty sure they're going to let us know throughout the season, especially, you know, this is just episode one. We're trying to get to know these two characters. And I just feel like there's so much more that left me hanging, especially Um, we do see how Tully has a crush on her um is it pta parent uh, i don't know how that works <laughs> yeah like the uh the 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 pta the the president the pta president mm, okay so you know we see that part of her uh trying to move on and it tells kate like you know there's this there's this guy that i have i kind of like and you know 
Kate, uh, Tully tries to help Kate in that way. And there is a big event happening. There's like a, a school dance or something that I, I'm trying. Right, to- right. And she even tells her, you know what? I'm going to be your, you're going to be Cinderella for the night, you know? And I think that's the cool part of their friendship is that she's not, it, it's, and I guess it's followed them since childhood. She's not allowed, she's not afraid to allow Kate to shine. In fact, she tries to help her shine in so many ways. Yeah, she really does. She really admires her and really is such a great friend to her that even though she's like, hey, I got, I want you to be my plus one, be my plus one for this event. And, you know, Tully's like, no, I, I actually have to meet up with uh, a couple stars that she mentions. And she's like, I got to do an event in LA. So I'm flying out at this time. And she's like, but I really want you to be there. Just come with me. Let's have some fun. And we start to see that she decides to cancel her plans and go with her to this party. And she really helps her out in that way. And uh, they switch dresses, they switch uh, shoes and everything. And she makes her look stunning uh, to help her out because she's got this crush. And uh, it, it was really nice to see how these two come together. And despite of Tully's like crazy lifestyle, um, she really is there for her friend and you know it's nice to see that genuine side of her too because you know we've seen her at work where she can be really tough and then we see her on the show she's like you know everyone loves her so there is different sides of her with every situation and with Kate she's so happy to have her as a friend because she's they've known each other for so long and during that moment when they go uh to the dance uh Again, we get the flashback of how she met her husband and ended up falling in love with each other, even though they were both drunk at that time. And, you know, she gets these flashbacks of when they were dancing on the dance floor and how, you know, she was called in the present moment. She's being called by uh, a teacher or something to help out with the silent auction of some sort. And, uh, you know, she was having fun, you know, with her crush that Tully takes over and Kate's having these flashbacks. And we end up noticing that during the past, Kate's, as she's falling in love with her boss, her boss ends up dancing with Tully and has a connection more with Tully. And it's like, she thinks that Tully's there again. In my opinion, she thinks that, you know, we're taking, I forgot his name, the guy, the PTA guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, oh gosh, I don't remember his name either. I, I'm trying to remember his name. <laughs> I don't remember his name either. I don't know if it was Max or Pat. I don't even know. But, you know, the, the thing was that we get to see these flashbacks because she feels like she's in fear of Telly taking her crush away even though they're just you know first of all the guy's like oh my god you're on tv so you know then second of all it's like she's having these flashbacks of her pretty much getting close with the person that she loved in the past which is now her obviously ex-husband but again we see these back and forth that you're trying to like okay where am i am i in the past or am i in the present 
Yeah, that's that's the, keeps being the big question. It's like, where am I? Where in time am I? It's like Schrodinger's cat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and 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 these two, but it's just I think what gets me is the genuine love these two have for each other as sisters and as best friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're polar opposites again. So this is why the show has intrigued me because again two different personalities two different lifestyles but they still have this genuine love for each other and you know once that uh, i think it leaves us off to that where she's having that flashback but we do see tully trying to uh you know get her get herself out there too and the way this ending leaves us off which kind of threw me by like i was just like wait a second this is going to be good so she has one of those one night stands right and then when she was at the party she ends up staying there but didn't know that kate left because kate was feeling those again emotions of her of oh my gosh she's she's there to take my crush away right right and she just leaves her here because kate decided to just leave and uh, tully's trying to get a hold of her and she ends up going back to her place and she doesn't even answer the phone so i wonder how this is going to evolve because then it gets really juicy where tully's home and she gets an unexpected knock plus she gets a nice box of donuts from her why not stand and it is the ex-husband of Kate. Yeah, because that was like, wait, what? You know, it's like, dun, dun, dun. But yeah, no, that music did not play, so. <laughs> <laughs> so the ex-husband is called Johnny. And Johnny just says, I need somewhere to stay. And Tully says, you need to go see your daughter and your wife, Kate. Right. And the surprising part is that Johnny says he's made a mistake over everything and he wants to stay with her for the night. And that's how it pretty much ends. Now I'm thinking Johnny's always had a crush. Yeah. That was my thought that Johnny's always had a crush on Tully because Tully was always the more popular, more, you know, outgoing person. So yeah she was just put together she knew what she wanted and she has the fame to go with it and i'm pretty sure it's made her money over made him money over the years because they were in the same uh in the same uh, industry industry and also was under the same company so you know i felt like he always truly loved kate i mean tully but what happened to Kate? Like how, I yeah. guess we'll find out how they got married and how this all happened. Exactly. Um, but Tolly seems pretty like, you know, I want to meet you for a couple of days or a couple hours and then I don't want to see you again type of person. That's what it seems like to right. me. Right. She's the hookup and hookup. She's the hookup queen. Yeah, she is the hookup queen. You're right. And, you know, Kate's there for true love and wants to start a family because hence why they have a daughter. But I guess we'll find out how this whole proposal started. And I feel like the show is going to be back and forth all the way through these episodes because they really sum up the ups and downs of their 30-year friendship. So true. So true. So, oh my gosh. Wow. That was a lot. 
That was a lot. It was a lot. It is what an hour show. <laughs> I know. I know. It's an hour show, guys. So if this is something that you guys want to go through with us, and we're going to be going through episode two next week, we are taking this episode by episode. There won't be any spoilers. We don't want to hear any spoilers, but we will just focus like Coupon Queen Ben said, episode by episode. So is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? Let's wrap it up. So guys, as always, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. So guys, are you enjoying Firefly Lane? Have you started watching it on Netflix? Let us know. Let us know what you think. Of course, no spoilers. No spoilers whatsoever. But as always, guys, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us on Anchor, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. All of our information is in the show notes. So, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.